Resolutions, commitments, promises, intentions. As we reflect back on the year that was and look forward to starting anew, we contemplate all that went well and all that could have gone better. Julius Caesar established January 1st as the beginning of a new year. January is named for Janus, the two-faced god whose spirit inhabits doorways and arches. The symbolism of Janus looking backwards at the previous year and forward into the year ahead is extremely insightful and relevant when considering resolutions. In this episode, Alex and I will explore what we would leave behind and what we will carry forward with us into the new year. Hey there, Alex. Hello, sir. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, doing well. So, hey, you know, so you know how I'm constantly looking to avoid time stamping uh, or dating our episodes? Yep. Okay. Well, I'd like to remove that constraint this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, that sounds good. Why is that? Uh, yeah. It, it's the end of the year, and I think it provides a, a perfect environment for this conversation. Perfect. So, yeah. all right. That sounds good. Okay, great. So that being said, I'd like to offer up a couple of questions to kick us off and for us to consider as we look towards the new year. Okay. Mm. So the questions for us to consider are first, what will we leave behind? Mm-hmm. And secondly, what will we carry forward with us? You know, we've referenced these questions in various contexts, whether it's seminars, uh, coaching, uh, leadership program. But I think here specifically, you know, at the launch of a new year, I think this is a great place to start. Uh, and, and I'd like to start with you. And, and maybe you could, you know, start us off with what will you leave behind from this past year? Yeah, this is great, Dave. And, and the things that will end up on the lists that I share um, or the answers to your question are things that you and I have been working on uh, since March with this podcast, you know, exploring these ideas with you and, um, really digging in has required that I not only figure out how I feel about these things personally, um, but how I'm going to exemplify them. And I think that's, that, well, that's the second answer to your question. Like, what am I going to take with me is, is how do I exemplify these things? But, um, the first thing that I'll share with you with regard to what I'll leave behind um, which will be a surprise to some people actually is procrastination. Mm. And, and I, what I, the reason I say that is I think that the people who know me might describe me as a driven person. Um, but with this work from home environment, um, I've let some of the daily personal habits that I hoped would be stronger actually slip a little bit. Um, you know, and it's just simple things like, <clears throat> uh, working out, um, limiting coffee and sugar and <laughs> things like that, you know, and, and some things, honestly, some things that I found on YouTube, which sent me down self-improvement rabbit holes. And, uh, and what I think I'd like to do a little bit in the coming year is to, is to watch less of that, which I think contributes to procrastinate procrastination. 
um, and taking actions towards the uh, this the actual self improvement that I that I want to see in myself, right? So, you know, YouTube and and podcasts and all the all these different really great resources are are well for me <laughs> can be addictive <laughs> and and they're distracting. Um, and uh, they tend to keep me personally hovering in a space of contemplation and planning rather than action. And so I just, I just want to temper that a bit. Yeah. You know, first of all, Alex, you are not alone in that. <laughs> you know, I, I think that is something, you know, we, you know, we try not to generalize a lot, but I think this is something we could generalize in, in the rabbit holes that people, you know, pursue when they go down, you know, when they go down them, whether yeah. it's YouTube or, you know, things that people are watching on Instagram reels or TikTok and that, um, but but I think you Drake, a you know, a key point there is that first of all, it's acknowledging it, right? That it can be addictive. Right. Um, but you also, you know, you also want to take that action towards, like you said, self-improvement. And so I think, you know, I think the endeavor that you're setting out on is, you know, commendable for sure. And I think it's as long as we're purposeful in this activity. I'd recently had the uh, opportunity to see my daughter actually model the behavior that I would like to do a little bit more mm. in the sense that we were just sitting on the couch and I saw her almost triggered and purposely put her phone down huh. and it, it caught me off guard. And I, then I said, Oh, you're done with social media for the day. You know, and I, I was kidding about it. And she goes, yeah, kind of. And I go, wait, what? And she goes, well, it's a timer I set for myself. So oh, I don't wow. spend too much time. I know, right? And, you know, I thought, you know, their generation is, they're, they've grown up with this stuff. And the fact that they're now putting these guidelines in place is is very, you know, encouraging for me. And I think about that for somebody like myself and somebody like you who had just, you know, you know, spoke about this yeah. is that if I can learn behaviors like that to use your word, temper that a bit, I think that's going to go a long way towards using these tools effectively and purposely. Absolutely. That's a really refreshing example. <laughs> really. Yeah. I'm glad you shared that. <laughs> Awesome, Dave. And, and so the next thing that would be on my list for next year is to let go of judgment. And this is something that you and I have talked a lot about, actually. Um, and I say that because it's influenced my awareness about how much I do it. Like as much as you and I have talked about it, it it's really triggered my awareness around that. And it's things like judgment and expectations of people, projects, even of myself. And I'd like to get that under control because when I think back to 2020, it's really held me back from being the person that I want to be, you know, and, and uh, it's just, it's, it's incredible how quickly I judge and how I, how I get to a place where I'm, I'm categorizing something that probably could be left alone. You know, does that make sense? It it does. And, you know, it's interesting, Alex, because on both of these things that you're choosing to leave behind, I'll be honest, you know, 
it it is surprising to me for both of them because I would not have thought you to be judgmental. I would have not thought you to be a procrastinator. And, you know, the fact that you're, you know, turning, you know, turning this conversation on yourself and you're looking in the mirror and being, you know, that introspective, I, I think that's awesome. And, and next level acknowledging it. And, and, and again, you're right. You're pulling the curtain back on things that I don't know that a lot of people would or could accuse you of. <laughs> so I think you're raising your own bar there. And I think that's awesome. Well, I appreciate it, Dave. You, you know, it's just one of those things where I've, I've not been aware for most of my life. And, and so I, you know, it's a, it's a cool thing. It's a cool thing that, you know, that you and I started a podcast in March and, and, uh, you know, for whoever's listening, I, I think that's amazing. And, and for whatever conversations come from that, that's, it's, it's just a gift, but the gift for me personally is the, uh, again, I'll just say the word awareness that, that you have helped me to, uh, realize and reconcile. I'll put it to you that way. Yeah, that's great. And I'd reciprocate that, Alex. I wholeheartedly would reciprocate awesome. that. Thank you. So, okay, sir, how about you? And, and what are your, your thoughts about some of the things that you'd like to leave behind? Yeah, you know, I've been I've been thinking about this for for a little while now. And, and I'm going to I'm going to steal one of yours in the sense of judgment. Mm. And I, I've, I've lately I've been labeling mine reactionary judgment. And I I feel it's in a sense of I see something and I react and I judge. And, and I know that seems like the obvious, you know, the obvious process of how judgment occurs in that. But it's really just been um, happening, uh, you know, in, in multiple situations recently. And I, I think my biggest goal and my commitment is to circumvent the sensationalism that exists in society today. And oh, that sounds huge. like, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a grandiose statement, right? But it's everything from conversations I have, things I read, and things that I see and hear. And, Absolutely. And I, and I think you know, in in an attempt to avoid biases, that you know, I initially listened to these outlets i'm putting into practice this exercise of stripping the message of descriptive labels and what i mean by that is that i've found that if i primarily focus on nouns and verbs mm -hmm. i'm able to first kind of ascertain the facts of what the story is but then i can layer in the objectives that I've heard and the attributes that are provided by the narrator. Mm -hmm. And then I'm able to also see their motivations, their biases and judgment, you know, both of them and myself. And so it's been an interesting exercise that I've been doing recently. Yeah. Um, I, for the most part, I think it's, I think it's pretty effective. And the thing is, is that like, you know, I've got, I've got strong values and I'll remain very well versed in those, my morals, policies and my agendas and that. But I also kind of want that to be on my terms and I don't want to necessarily be 
again, influenced by the sensationalism of the world around me. Does it totally sense? does. Can I react to that? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I love your process for that. So a couple of things that I'll just quickly share that, that strike me is that it seems like you're being more purposeful to bring things from your circle of concern into your circle of influence. And I really, really like how you, <laughs> I, I've never thought of it that way that you would maybe, I mean, as you were talking, I was thinking about like the news, right. And how you're, you're focusing on nouns and verbs <laughs> to get to, I guess the core of whatever the story is. I, I, I do a similar thing. It's not nouns and verbs. I really like that approach. What I tend to do, and this is, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, there's just so much out there. And I, and I totally agree with you. The sensationalism is, is kind of out of hand, really. Um, I just, I look at headlines. If I'm super interested, I might dive in and, and I'm going to start to do the nouns and verbs thing. <laughs> but yeah. I tend to just look at the the headlines and, and move on. It's like, okay, something happened. And I guess the facts will, when the dust settles, the, the, the facts will uh, appear. But um, I just look at headlines to get exposed to what's happening. I, I just don't, I, right now, and, and back to some of the points I was making about, um, too much YouTube, too much Instagram, you know, yeah. it just, there's just so much out there. It's just, it's, it can really, uh, uh, trigger negative emotions, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's so interesting how you said it. And I was even trying it here in this moment. And one of the phrases that you brought up was when the dust settles. Mm. And, you know, now the thing is, is, I was listening to everything you said, but I keyed in again, if I'm looking at nouns and verbs, dust settles, and then how you use that in the context of what you were just talking about. And that's, that's, brilliant. that's been a <laughs> but that's been a, and that's been a problem of mine is that I would react to a headline, mm. but I'd find myself knee deep in a story again, whether, you know, it's something I'm reading or a narrative narrator is, you know, talking to, to me about it. And all I kept thinking for, I just kept waiting for the dust to settle mm. and, you know, get to the point. Yeah. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to reverse this process. I'm not going to listen to the sensationalism. I'm going to listen to the, what I believe to be the key points. And I just put my bias in there, right? What I believe to be. <laughs> but if they're using nouns and verbs, you know, that, that strips a lot of bias out of that. So, Absolutely. So, so that's the first thing. Um, I, I think another one, uh, it would be that ego. We've talked about ego in the past mm. and I, I don't mean ego, you know, I don't want to leave ego behind and I don't mean it in the sense of, you know, arrogant or entitlement, but more in regards to making, you know, pursuits that are mutually beneficial for, you know, myself and the people I care about. Mm -hmm. And, and what I mean, maybe to, you know, be a little bit more specific is that I've, I've found myself you know, really looking to tighten my circle of trusted confidence. And I'd hope that I'd be able to limit self-indulgent behaviors in an effort to strengthen those bonds. Understood. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And that might lead to, you know, nice collaborations and compromises and then, then growth for both of mm -hmm. us 
and then that that circle of both of us can grow a little bit and so i'm i think i'm kind of purposeful in the sense that while i said that i'm shrinking my circle it's because i really want a strong core that we can then help others if that makes it sense. totally does i appreciate you qualifying the ego comment because i think yeah. that pretty much everyone who knows you would not <laughs> would not describe you as somebody that that has to keep their ego in check but what you said absolutely makes sense i i appreciate that you know and and what this is going to do is it's going to it's going to require me questioning the motivation behind actions and behaviors not only of myself but of other mm. people so that's going to feed into um, accountability, which I, you know, I think both of you, both you and I, you know, hold, you know, pretty close to, to the, to our hearts here in, in this space. Absolutely. And then finally, the last thing I'd like to leave behind is exerting unnecessary energy. Hmm. And what I mean by this is that I tend, I have the tendency to over-involve myself ask my daughters, my wife, or anybody I've coached in sports over the years, you know, and honestly, it can be very exhausting and in many situations counterproductive. And so I need to, I need to rein that in a little bit. And I think really what it's about is it's, you know, recognizing ultimately what is in and out of my control. Yeah. You know, and and considering the return on emotional investment that I'm going to put out there, um, and so and so, you know, I think I think it, it, a lot of it has to do with control and that. and and having the presence of mind to know that I control that. Well, I need to control my over involvement in that. So you know that that makes sense with the the thing that you just said around tightening your circle. Um, and the collaboration and the growth that you want to have, it seems like for yeah. the things that you want to be involved in, you'll be all in yes. and, and exerting yes. energy uh, to make sure that, that whatever it is that you're pursuing is, is absolutely what it could be, which I think is awesome. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've touched on this before, Alex, in the sense that, you know, whether it's a leadership program that we're facilitating or a coaching session, we, we are going to exert a lot of energy into that relationship. Yes. And, and lots of times it's not reciprocated and, and believe me, right. I don't, I don't need, you know, first of all, I don't, you know, I look, I don't look for accolades. I don't look for applause. I don't look for, you know, I, you know, this adulation that is beyond, you know, what's there in the moment. Mm. What, what I do look for though, is when I'm looking somebody in the eye and I'm listening to them, I'm looking for a genuine connection there. And that's what I'm hoping to, you know, to, to move forward. So I guess I'm transitioning into the, what we're, you know, what we're taking with us and moving forward with, but I am, but I am leaving behind, you know, you know, just kind of overexerting myself for maybe something that isn't going to, you know, we're not going to see a lot of results either for myself or the other individual. Absolutely. No, that totally makes sense. So, so. 
All right. All right. So we've, we've just tossed all of that in the, in the giant bonfire that was this past <laughs> year. So, so let's consider what's ahead. So let me ask you this. What are you going to bring forward with okay. you? Okay. So, uh, Related to what I shared with you about self-improvement and, and those rabbit holes that I tend to go down, I'd like to employ a little bit more, not a little bit, I'd like to employ discipline, um, action and accountability around the goals that I set for myself. And so, um, and, and let me just qualify, like I'm, I'm still a curious guy and I'm, I'm going to yeah. view and listen to advice and, and ideas from others on all those different platforms that you and I discussed. Um, but like your daughter, I'm going to carve out specific time for that, right? Like I'm going to be super purposeful about it. And I think my big answer to the question is that I'm not going to accept anything other than action for the things that are on my list, which, uh, in, in this, this year, I, I let go, to be honest with you. So what are those things? I mean, you know, if I, if I tell you that I, I'm meditation's important and, and certain dietary constraints, like watching sugar and, you know, how much coffee I drink, or if I tell you that my involvement in music, my practicing of certain things is important and, and working out every day, I, I need to see action this year on those things on, on a daily basis. Um, so that, that's the first thing. Yeah. And you know, Alex, I, one of the things, if you sure. don't mind, I wanted to, you know, one of the things that I picked up on is you talked about, you're, you're always going to be the curious guy. <laughs> And so as we go through this activity of identifying, you know, what are we going to carry forward with us? I think you're already keying in on one component of that process. And it's recognizing, you know, where, you know, where your strong suits are in that. You being curious is always going to be something that is a part of you. And you're not going to change that, you know, and nor, would it, nor should anybody ever look to change that in you. And that, but I really like how you're like, from there, I can, I, I can be, you know, I need to see action. I need to see, you know, purpose in that. So I think that that is, I think that's great as acknowledging like what your strengths are and then building and launching from that. I appreciate it, Dave. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the, the second thing, my, my second answer to your question is uh, that it's going to be something. It's like a buzzword in our podcast. <laughs> it's going to be... We should retire yeah, the <laughs> The second thing that I'm going to bring into the new year is awareness. And all I mean by that is that I'd like to be more aware of what I'm doing as I do it and, and so that every single thing moves in the direction of my, of my why, right? So, for example... Um, I'll be learning a little bit more. Well, we will be learning a little bit more about coaching this year. And in each of those moments, uh, each sort of theoretical rep, if you will, uh, I'll be focused <laughs> on the larger, the larger uh, plan for what I'm going to do with that skill. Does that, does that make sense? So like for, for every single thing that I'll take on, um, there will be a rep involved and I'll be, doing everything I can to be aware of exactly what that rep is going to do for me. Yeah. Alex, I, 
the, I, a giant aha moment I had this year was the conversation we had about you know, putting the reps mm, in. Yeah. Right. And this was something you brought to the table. You'd had an in the moment about it. Uh, you know, it bled into a couple of conversations we've had. And I've got to tell you, whether it is, you know, whether it shows up or reveals itself in a physical space, like, for example, the other day I was doing mm-hmm. some push-ups and I ended on this really lackluster push-up. Like, I don't, you know, like, I, I think I went like three-fourths of the way up and I started like bending yeah. my knees or whatever and stuff. And I thought, ah, whatever, it's done. You know, I did my, I did my, you know, 400. <laughs> no, I did my 20. I did my 20 and I stood up and then I, and I can't even tell you, it was so funny. It was like, your voice came in and said, well, yeah. how'd that work for you? <laughs> and I went back down and I did 10 more perfect, purposeful, perfect. Yes. I like, I thought, how are my fingers meeting the ground? How, where are my elbows bending? Is my core tight you know don't dip my knee you know i was thinking of all that stuff and that was that was from what you're saying it's like it's it's that that rep right and and then i even step back further from that moment and think about why am i even doing these well it's because i want to strengthen core and i think about shoulders and stuff and again that's how it plays out in a in a physical situation Right. But that's happened to me, you know, throughout, you know, the months that followed our conversations and the, the, the topic that you brought up being, you know, just getting your reps well, in and that. So for that, well, I my, thank you. I, absolutely. My pleasure. And you, you touched on something very important there. It's not it's not just about that rep. It's, it's the, what that transitions to. That's integrity. That's accountability. You know, I, I have those moments too, where I've got that, that little invisible Marine Corps drone instructor on my shoulder, <laughs> keeping me, uh, <laughs> keeping me honest on, on every, every one of those reps, you know? So, um, I, I, I like that That's example. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So how about you, yeah. sir? How about the things that you're going to carry forward uh, with you into the new year? Yeah. You know, true to nature in the way our conversation goes, the the transitions are very easy and seamless. (laughs) Um, You know, awareness is is one that popped up for me. Uh, I talk about, you know, awareness of and accountability to my ripple effect. And I really want to have this heightened sense of my emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. and you know, you know it, it's it's a commitment, and there's declarations that I continue to make about this, and so I do it once again here on this podcast. Um, is that I'm really going to be aware of and accountable to my ripple effect and and the influence and impact I have, you know, on on people around me. Uh, you know, I'm I'm interested and, in in. I look forward to exploring how that plays out actually. Like how can we check in and, and get a pulse on your ripple effect and, and your emotional intelligence around that? That's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Well, and, and it's going to be easy for you, Alex, because like when I cannonball into anything, you're literally going to be right <laughs> next to me on that. My pleasure. 
<laughs> so so I'm I'm really counting on you to maybe help me uh temper any negative ripple effects that I might be putting out. You got there. it. You so, got it. My pleasure. All right. And then the second thing is um confidence and pride. Hmm. And what I mean, you know, I'll say this is self-adulation has never been a concept I've subscribed to or, you know, I don't feel I've modeled. Um, I'm very, I'm very realistic in, you know, what my yeah. reach is. I understand that and, and that, but I also think that there needs to be a level of ownership of my abilities, you know, based on a proven track record. And, you know, and again, that honest recognition of what that reach is. Um, and, and again, when I say things like I'm trying to shrink my circle of confidants or trusted advisors or things like that, you know, maybe it's it's because I do realize that there, you know, a ripple effect can reach very far and maybe my safety net is just surrounding myself with people who will call mm. me out. And so I guess my goal is, is that I am going to be confident and I'm going to take ownership and I'm going to take pride in my work. And, you know, I, there's, there's no, you know, there's no way it's going to become, uh, you know, arrogance or that because I do tend to be a very humble person and similar to like you being, you know, ever curious, you know, you know, humility seems to be in my repertoire. It actually seems to be the core of who I am. But I also need to be able to, you know, flex my strengths when it's appropriate and relevant. And that's that's what I'm looking to do in this next year. Absolutely. I really like that, Dave. Um, and that concept of the self-adulation that you, you talked about. You know, you, you strike me as a type of person who understands that there's always no matter what level we get to there's always somebody who's better than you there's always somebody who's mm -hmm. who's chipping away who's not quite where you are and so when you say you know that you understand your strengths you know you you can strive to be the person who's who you, who's just out of reach of you but you can also use your strengths to coach and bring along the person who's who's not quite where you are, you know, and I, you, you strike me as a type of person yeah. who already does that, but I, I could see you doing a lot more of that in the, in the new year. Oh, Alex, I, that, I can't tell you how much that means to me that, I mean, it really, yeah, that's, yeah, that's awesome. I'm kind of, kind of at a loss <laughs> for words right now. So thank Absolutely. you for saying it's that. The truth. I appreciate that. Yeah. So do you mind me adding a bonus? Question? Absolutely not. Fire away. <laughs> All right. All right. So let me ask this. What did you discover about yourself that you had never realized uh, before mm. this year? And, and, and I'll lead by how about like, I'll provide sure, an example yeah. in that. Okay. Um, the thing I never realized about myself was how much of a homebody I actually don't mind <laughs> being. And, and I'm not, I'm not talking about like, you know, sitting on the couch, eating a gallon yeah. of ice cream, being lazy or, or even introverted. Exactly. Right. But it's really I just I just had this recognition of the fact that you can still accomplish goals without even having crossed the threshold of your own front door. Yeah. And, and I think about it in my professional life. I think about it in volunteer endeavors that I, you know, I participate mm -hmm. in this podcast Absolutely. right you know 
social media. I mean, heck, for the podcast, I don't even leave my closet, <laughs> let alone the greater space yeah, of my house, yeah. right? But I think, you know, just recognizing the fact that we can still connect with friends and family, um, you know, and then even things like physical fitness and mindfulness. I've continued to lean into the concept that while there's always going to be obstacles, we need to view these as opportunities and not constraints. And, you know, this, this whole concept of constraints was something brought to us by, you know, Pete and Jen from the long and the short of it. Um, and, and it's just something, you know, that I've continued to carry forward with me, but it was something that I discovered about myself, you know, and again, I, of course, I love being out and about and connecting with people that way, but I'm not gonna put that constraint of confinement on me in such a manner that I still can't be productive, right? I'm, I'm going to be productive. Oh, I totally agree. So, so I love that. I, that's really good. Uh, it's really, um, interesting distinctions that you, that you came, that you came to from this year and, and learning about yourself and, and qualifying all the things that you're involved with. Um, interesting. That's an interesting question to consider. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this, Alex, what did you discover about yourself? This that year? I like a gallon of ice cream. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that, um, you know, you, you brought up strengths and, and, uh, and, and opportunities for improvement. I think that this year I became a lot more comfortable with my strengths and my weaknesses, um, but also confident with the steps that I'm willing to take to close those gaps. And I, I totally agree with the list of things that you shared. I feel like uh, this year has offered everyone a chance to slow down just a little bit and, and get back to some of the basics. And, you know, I've taken a lot of things for granted um, and, and I've learned how to appreciate things more. And, and just one silly example, not silly, but just uh, a basic example would be that, you know, the music that I'm involved with, um, I took practice time for granted. I took, I'll be honest with you. I took some of the shows that we do for granted and, uh, you know, with, with the pandemic, it's, it's meant that that's been severely impacted by it. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of things have, right. But just in my, my little world, um, yeah. that's taken a big hit and, uh, it, it's, it's an example of something that, uh, that I've really had to find the joy in again and, and, um, and get back to basics, like I said. So just, you know, I'm going into the new year with with that understanding uh, in and among all the other things that I want to accomplish. Um, getting back to the joy of the things that I've chosen to do, I think, is is something that I've learned. So I appreciate you asking that question. Yeah, yeah. And, and I am mentally highlighting back to the mm. basics. You know, I've I've really I've really. Um, discovered the value of a, you know, just a, a, a mm. walk, you know, just whether it's by myself, my wife, my family, you know, just the value of a walk. Uh, and, it, and that was really just about getting back to the basics. So I'm going to carry that with me as well. Sure so thing. Thanks for sharing that. Well, Alex, this has been a, a great conversation and in true 2020 fashion, uh, 
we had a power outage and a blip-worthy moment. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man! So, but but I do think, you know, I think this this conversation warrants a summation as people are looking and they've they've come to expect from us. And so here's the thing, you know, without reflection and thoughtful consideration. A resolution has the potential to be a fruitless and at times extremely frustrating endeavor. Yes. And, and that's been something I've been thinking about as, as I go through this practice of you know, making resolutions and that. So here are some takeaways that we'd like to offer up uh, to our listeners to us when, you, when it comes to the practice of establishing goals for the upcoming year. And feel free, Alex, to add or embellish on anything I'm about to, to rifle through here, okay? Sure thing. All right. So some things to consider. Uh, you know, first of all, set some time and space aside for yourself to, you know, put in the effort towards this, this exercise. These resolutions aren't something that should sit on the table for a year and, you know, you reflect back on them next December, all right? Mm. Um, Think about what went well and what didn't go so well. Beyond that, then consider what are your strengths and what are your opportunities for growth? You know, I think we tend to be our own harshest critics. And that being said, and like you modeled earlier in this conversation, you know, we also do have strengths and we should lean into and capitalize on those strengths. So use the strengths that you have to overcome any of the opportunities that you might have for growth. I'd also offer up challenging yourself to be the best possible version of yourself. This is a concept you introduced me to very early on in the year, Alex, and I've carried that forward with me since that point, and it's shown up in so many valuable ways. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. It's not an easy thing to do. No, no, absolutely. And then write your goals down and share them with people. And this is all about accountability and we are going to hold people accountable. And Alex, I'm looking for you to hold me accountable. And, and I'll, I'll mirror that to you. I'm going to share some stuff with you that I hope that I can count on you to, to hold me accountable to as well. All right. That sounds great. <clears throat> and then this last thing is I'm asking everybody to pursue happiness aggressively. You know, I sound like I'm mm. talking out of both sides of my mouth, right? <laughs> but pursue happiness aggressively. I don't know. It's just a simple concept. It's something, you know, I just, I just think people, in order to be successful, effective, I, I just think that they need to be happy. And that's where it starts with. Yeah, that is a brilliant uh, last item to, to close with. I think that's... Um, it's a simple idea. It's not easy. <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, I, I really love that. Awesome. Awesome. And then here's the bonus. Here's the thing. <laughs> Resolution should not be something that take place once a year, mm -hmm. right? Self-improvement is a continual work in progress. And I think it needs to constantly be in play. So, so these takeaways can be considered throughout the year. I totally agree. So, 
Alex, is this a good place to now set this one down? I absolutely agree. And I hope that you have an amazing new year, Dave. Oh, thanks, Alex. And happy new year to you as well. Thank you.